When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia and with me is my co-host, Lon. Hey everybody, how's it going? Hey Lon, are you comfortable with the podcast? <laughs> comfortable? What comfortable? do you mean? <laughs> also, does it smell around here? I, I feel like it smells, but I don't know what, what it smells like. <laughs> it smells like the inside of my closet. Let me go shut that really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, it's a low-class smell. I was trying to guess what, she was, what, what the smell was like. And I know that he's outdoorsy and that he works a lot in the farm is it a farm yeah or is it just out in the wilderness it's a farm farm farm. yeah it's a farm farm it's a farm farm smells not knocking anybody in the farm but do your laundry (laughs) before putting it in the closet dude i just realized something he has a cat so that closet could be musty as hell and smelling of cat cat urine yeah maybe so, I, I mean, she's not wrong. Maybe it does smell something, you know, but... Are we starting, are we starting with Mike and Natalie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> starting with All Mike right. and Natalie. <laughs> I don't know about you, but he looks hella disappointed with that breakfast. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you read that facial expression, but yeah, he just looks defeated. And yeah. he's just going along with That's what it emotion. seemed like, yeah. Throughout all their scenes. It looked yeah. like that. Like he's over it and he's just nodding his head the entire time, wiping his brow. And um, I mean, so, some of the things she was saying, I was like, oh, that's reasonable. But some of the stuff was like, come on now. <laughs> she was trying to act nicer though, I think. Yeah, she was trying to be reasonable, right? She's trying to ask for shelf space, even mm. though Mike gave her probably half of his closet, but Apparently, she doesn't hang her clothes. She doesn't hang her clothes. That's her prerogative. But yeah, she doesn't hang her clothes. So she asked. I I felt like she asked for a new dresser instead of the existing one. She wanted a new dresser. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. And shelves. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. There's previous episodes scenes weren't that interesting to me i think next week would be the showdown the argument that we saw in the preview where she calls him low class <gasps> she she insinuated that he's from a certain class and she thinks it's a low class and she thinks that his ex was probably from the same so-called class i must have missed that that's nuts yeah. She said that? She said oh, that. Man. You got to watch the next week's preview. But yeah, I, I'm happy to move on because I don't think there's a lot to say about Big Mike and yeah, We've already covered it with the smelly closet <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the shelving. So yeah, the only thing I, I wanted to add was that it almost looked like they were faking it. Like they were faking their niceness around each other. 
like yeah. she was calling him oh dear you know what do you want and all that stuff and he's just like uh and i was like this just looks really really awkward <laughs> hey man we all know the outcome they're probably yeah. just acting yeah all right what do we think about jovi and yara also another filler episode with them right yeah he's leaving Once, uh once he left for the airport, I think the most of the interesting stuff was done. I really liked that scene where he was leaving. I thought it was a nice little sentimental touch. You can see that they really care for each other. And, you know, as, as mean as they can be sometimes to each other, it was one of those scenes where how much they care started to show or starts yep. to show. And, I mean, they show it. You see glimpses of it here and there, but this scene especially. You know, and I think everybody can relate to saying goodbye, especially when you've been waiting for a long time to see each other. And then it's like going on vacation to meet somebody. And then you already know the time's coming and it comes and and you got to leave. So I really liked that part. But then when she went, first of all, I don't buy for a fact that she's never been to like get a mani-pedi. Like she was acting all surprised. Oh, like- yeah, I just think for someone that seems as high maintenance as as she is, you'd think she'd get her nails done, her nails and Wow. You know. I probably didn't catch that. I know she hasn't had a massage chair while getting her mani pedi. Yeah, what well that's said. that's what I mean, right? Okay, let me rephrase that. So, yeah, she was she did seem surprised about the chair, but I don't know. Maybe I'm um Maybe I'm overestimating parlors or whatever. Everyone I've been to, even even the ones that seem in like the cuts or whatever, like, oh, is this a shady area? Have like massage. That almost seems standard. At least that always, almost seems standard for me. That mm-hmm. you know, I don't get mani pedis all the time. But when I decide to treat myself, you know, you treat yourself. <laughs> I treat myself <laughs> to a parlor with a massage chair. <laughs> yeah, I honestly have not much to say about Jovi and Yara. Except for the fact that I think that Yara has a pretty girl syndrome. And what I mean is that when Sarah, Jovi's friend, invited her out for that many patty, she said something along the lines of like, well, it's not like I want to be friends with Sarah. You know, we may or may not be friends. So it's, it tells me that she comes across as someone who chooses who she wants to befriend or who she who she wants to be included in her social circle Mm -hmm. so that tells me that yara has a pretty girl syndrome right that's just my take on so that that was that was jovi's friend Friend. just a regular friend Mm mm-hmm I thought it was nice of her to ask her out you know because yara has no one in new orleans so it's, it's decent of her to ask Yara out, but Yara felt like, oh, okay, well, all right, let's go There's out. There's no but one I'm else not, here. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's but no I'm not one sure if we're going to become friends, out. you know, and I'm like, dude, beggars can be choosers. Let's just hang out and see how it goes. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think about the friend kind of, I guess, throwing him under the bus? Do you think that was necessary? That wasn't necessary, but I think it's staged. Makes for good TV. (laughs) Makes for good TV, right? Like, you know, stir some shit up. uh, Make her doubt Jovi. But again, just like Mike and Natalie, we know the outcome for 
Jovi and Yara. And and I think a lot of the internet has confirmed that they're married and mm-hmm. they most likely have a kid right now too. So Yeah. And she didn't even seem to care. She feigned like surprise when she was being told the story, but then when mm-hmm. it flashed at the interview, she was telling the interviewer, I don't even know why she was telling me that. You know, like she was kind of yeah. like, Why was she what's that supposed to like she just seemed really disinterested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, shall we move on to Tariq and Hazel. Tarzel. Hazel. Tarzel. Tarzel. <laughs> um I thought it was cool that his friends and family got to meet her. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I didn't think that scene was really exciting to watch either. For me, I, I remember feeling kind of bad for his father and stepmom. Because then she also said, oh, I, I see him once a week because he currently lives with his dad and his stepmother. And I'm like, well, how would they feel if they see him every day? So she sees him once a week, or she did Wait. when she was living in the Philippines. Oh, son, right. Son, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm yeah. like, so what about... The father who sees him every day and the stepmom who sees him every day. And then you're going to be like, well, too bad, so sad. He's coming to the United States now. I almost was like, huh. <laughs> I almost yeah. started to wonder how they felt. But I mean, they're not going to get any coverage on the show. But I just remember being surprised hearing that and going, oh, well, that's a perspective that might be interesting. You're just going to take his son away. Dude, how do you think Jihoon feels? Yeah, speaking of which, <laughs> and I know this is a little bit off. No, we're on topic. It's still 90 Day It's still 90 Day. Yeah. Did, you, did you see the post? Shout out to Reality Squad. There's a post. Reality Squad had a link to a YouTube video where she was exposing... Devin? Devin for saying stop supporting Jihoon or whatever. It was backfiring. I didn't watch the the entire video, Mm -hmm. but like everyone in the comments was like, what are you talking about? And it was was a very pro Jihoon comment section. Uh, But I guess she put out, I don't know if it was a post or what, telling people not to support Jihoon anymore. I don't know. She's she's just being extra. She's doing all the things right now. Oh man. She's trying to stretch her her fame. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about Devin and Jihoon, except I feel bad for Jihoon that he probably couldn't see Taeyang as often as he would like because obviously Taeyang is here in the US. So yeah, I kind of feel for Hazel's, was it son, right? Hazel's Mm -hmm. son. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. All I can think about is Tariq is a cult member. <laughs> I wonder if Possible. he has a, if he has a big crystal in his house somewhere. I know, right? <laughs> Alleged cult member. Hey, dude, I feel triggered looking at how messy he is. Like, is <laughs> does he think Hazel is like the help or something? Like, come on, man, get your shit together. You're a grown ass man who can't yeah. even fold your clothes and <laughs> you know organize your room. What the hell, man? I think you know how people have a standard of what's clean. I think someone else said it. It was I think it might have been him actually. It was either yeah, him or it was Mike. Him. Yeah, when he said, "Well, it, it's just my clean isn't her clean" or something like that. He said something like that or yeah, you know I mean, and I, I kind of understand that. I remember growing up, I thought my room was clean. My mom yeah. didn't. You know, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Well, what are you talking about?" Like, That's moms, dude. Moms have a <laughs> high standard of cleaning. So his version of clean isn't like 
our version. We're like, that's not clean, bro. So his version of clean is having the, his whole wardrobe sprawling all over the bed for her to like organize. <laughs> as long as it smells good. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't need to be folded or whatever. It's yeah. Just... <laughs> I liked uh, it when um when he said this is cone bread and then she said <laughs> cone bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she has a lot to learn about comfort food, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I would feel overwhelmed too if I were Hazel, you know, just looking at how Tariq he's so disorganized. But dude, did you catch what his friend said about him? I saw when she asked him if he was like did she say was he wild or was he bad? I forgot. It was like kind of like a loaded question. Yeah. And they jumped into the interviews and one of them was like, I lived below him and yeah. I didn't get any sleep. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I know. It's like we're gonna get him in trouble. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds Dang. like Tariq Tariq used to have like a revolving door of women. Yeah. I thought he would never get married, one of them said, or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, dang, <laughs> she's going to watch this. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I do have to say that it was nice of Tariq's friend to gift Hazel. The scarf? The scarf. It was very moving when she said, oh, none of my friends back home could afford this. And I thought that was really sweet and moving. Wow. Yeah. Then they started clowning on her for not knowing how to wear a scarf. I know. <laughs> Killjoy. It gets hot in the Philippines, man. <laughs> yeah, nobody wears scarves scarf. every day in the Philippines, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that it was a fun scene. I just don't know how much it did really to advance their story, aside from you know bringing up the sun again, which they've done already though. So it just doesn't seem like it's new. It, it seems like they're kind of stalling. <laughs> yeah. What the internet has been saying is that it's weird how she asked, damn, what's his daughter's name? Is it Ari? I forgot his daughter's name. I apologize. Yeah. But she kept asking like, hey, so what's my name? And people didn't like that because like, how can you expect someone who has autism to like? Yeah. Know, I don't know. I mean, I just thought that was... I, I just think that's even awkward for adults. True. To start testing people like that. You know what I mean? So even worse for that. Yeah, I get even in this circumstance. What I'm trying to say is I already disagree with that kind of thing for adults. So yeah, mm -hmm. for like for a kid with autism, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That's a bit much to expect. Yeah. Um, to be fair, she's not exactly like a special needs you know parent or she's mm -hmm. not a, like a special needs educator yeah. so i guess she has a lot to learn about how to interact with someone like uh Tariq's daughter anything else i think i asked this uh last time but seeing what we've seen so far does it look like she's getting any more ready to be a mother to Tariq's daughter or how do you feel about that <laughs> I think she's going to be all right. She'll handle it. Mm -hmm. If anything, what bothers me about Tariq and Hazel is that they both look uninterested. They don't I, look in love. Yeah, that too. They don't look in love. Hazel seems like she's just going through the motion, just like Big Mike, you know? Yeah. Just like, okay, what's next? All right. Having your friends over. Okay. Yeah. Just be polite. 
Yeah, but with Mike and Natalie, you can you can see that there's at least there's something. Like you know Natalie wants to get married, right? Yeah. She's for sure like I want my fucking ring. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like I don't know, it's Tariq and Hazel, it's like they're friend zoning each other. Yeah. Of. Like they're yeah. friend zoned each other. They're friend zoning. Oh yeah, this is the cone bread. The cone bread, you know. <laughs> I'm like, dude, there's so much. You can steam it up in the kitchen, man. If you can't make time in the kitchen romantic, like, I don't know. So it just seems like, it just like you said, you're going through the motions. It just seems like they're good friends. I mean, even friends at some point, there's some kind of chemistry there. There's yeah, zero chemistry. Very lacking in the chemistry department, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fake couple then? Starting to look like it. Yeah, we'll see though yeah. he gets he gets his angelina jolie and she gets to have her son so you know again for me whenever it's something like that's transactional yeah as long as it's some as like it's it's mutual and it's 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 mutually consenting adults yeah if you guys know what you're doing if you guys know what you're getting into and and, and that's what you, you have an understanding about that then what you guys do that's up to you yeah yeah they still get my blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm being frauded, so they're okay. They get a pass. We're getting played, y'all. <laughs> but uh, have you been seeing the clips of Dean, uh, Tariq's brother, telling Sean Robinson about why they had a fallout? Nah. I don't. I don't know about you, but I. You guys see it. I'm just not convinced. So here's his reason. He says that. Tariq's jealous of him, jealous of his looks, jealous of everything. And Tariq's been acting all condescending from the get-go. And these all happened behind the scenes. And one day after Pillow Talk, he just decides to, like, quit. And we're supposed to buy that. Wait, Tariq quit? No, uh, Dean, Oh, Dean quit. Mm-hmm. So so wait, wait wait when when you were saying someone was jealous of someone, you were saying Tariq was jealous of Dean, Dean or Dean was jealous of Tariq. Tariq was jealous of Dean. Tariq was jealous of Dean, and then after a pillow talk episode, Dean quit. Yeah, because Tariq was on his case, like mm. talking down on him and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know what to think about these two. I can Dean. kind of see it. Tariq looked pretty sore. Whenever they show that clip of when he discovered his brother had moved to the Philippines. Yeah. And he couldn't be happy for his brother because he felt like his brother owed him. Like, here's what I think. I think Tariq feels like he deserves some credit for putting him on. Mm. I put you onto the Philippines. Yeah, I put you on the Filipino women. And now that you're in it, you owe me an apology for swooping Filipina. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. he feels some type of way about that. And his brother's like, whatever, man, I met someone. Like, so what? I met someone in the PI. Yeah. So did you. If anyone, you should know. You should understand. If anything, you should know. Is it not enough to just know that you were right? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think yeah, Tariq, yeah. he has this huge enough ego and he just he just wants to kind of get credit for that. Like, Dude, just let your brother live, man. It's enough to know that you were right. You know, and he he, start, he blew up. And if you remember that scene 
what did he say? He respect, like, respect. <laughs> yeah, like, so he's hella, like, salty about that. Yeah. It's also because, and this is according to Tariq, when he explains it back to Sean Robinson, is that Dean was giving Hazel and him a tough time when they first started that relationship, right? Right. So for him to kind of turn around and find Dean hooking up with a Filipina, he's like, yo, here you are giving Hazel and me a tough time. You got yours? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking hypocrite. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I get Paraphrasing, it. by the way. So I get it. So what? what is the solution to this then? Does he want... Nah, an apology it, from Dean and Dean doesn't want to apologize. Where so he put like it very too... he put it very succinctly. He still loves his brother, but they just don't have a relationship. So they're just leaving it at that. Ugh. That's yeah. a weird that's that's a tough one. Yeah. I have two brothers and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what would happen to what degree. I don't know of conflict would make me not want to talk to them and just be cool with that yeah it's a tough one for me oh well it can happen you know family members do fight so hopefully over they'll girls. catch us <laughs> <laughs> yeah over girls over money over a lot of things i thought we can move on to i want to leave the juicy parts till the end so let's get stephanie and ryan over you thought that wasn't as juicy as Amira uh, and, and Andrew and Ziet and Rubika. Huh. I placed this one pretty high. Really? Stephanie yeah. and Ryan? Stephanie and Ryan? Yeah, I did. I did. And I think TLC did too. That's why they left it for the end, right? I think it was um, very telling. I don't know. I never liked Ryan. And then Me this too. this episode, that scene, really, where he was just, he seemed to be gloating. He seemed to be over it. He just seemed like he was too good for her. I'm like, if you only knew the fucking half, dude. If you only knew. And then he said something. He said something that was really shady. He said, I have a plan and it's going to be sweet. I'm like, what are you talking about? That kind of set off the radar like this guy, dude. I already knew from the beginning that this was purely about money. This wasn't mm-hmm. about love. Mm-hmm. But this scene, he really showed his cards. He does yeah. not give an iota of a fuck about her. Because he, you don't talk to somebody like that. You, yeah. don't, you do not talk to somebody that you're you know, engaged to. He's going to throw it away just like that. And I felt bad for her because I don't like to see people beg. And it almost seemed like that's what she was doing yes. um, in her own way. Not so much like, please stay with me, but like in a kind of, you want to, you, you want this, you want to hold on to this as if she's trying to convince him that she is valuable and that she's worth keeping. And that sucked. I thought I didn't yeah. like that at all. And he was just being super fucked up and, you know, shady, egotistical, Call, he called her a bitch at one point. Like What? No. Yeah. He either he? called her a bitch or said he was acting like a bitch. I no, 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 no. Bitch or something yeah, like that. He, right? he's, he used it as a verb. So he said yeah. like, yeah, you know, I, I get up, I go to work. And then when I talk to you, you bitch about. You bitch at me all day yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, hey. And he's <laughs> like, on. he's saying he's fed up with that, that whole routine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, I wish 
And I know there was a better way to do that. Right. I I just want to say I wish that she would, and this is hard, by the way. I recognize this is hard. I wish she would stop acting like a groupie because. Yes. It's so easy to show him who's the boss. All Mm -hmm. she has to do is make a few phone calls, right? She, She can call the embassy and said, hey, cancel the visa. She can call her friend at the resort and say, hey, not wiring you Ryan's wedges anymore. And he will feel the pain. He'll know what he's missing. And then he'll be like begging for her. And then he'll be answering her calls. But right. until then, you're suffocating him by constantly calling him. If you want that kind of relationship with, with like a youngling like him, you have to play hard to get. Because you know you have the power. Like, that's the thing is that Stephanie fails to recognize that she has the power. And yet, she's acting desperate. She's acting like she's thirsty. Like, no, you got to give him the space. Because by giving him space, you will remind him that he needs you more than you need him. Yeah. So, So, I think she has it twisted. I think she thinks that he likes her because of the attention because of the money right which is like it's it's half true but then for a guy like him who probably has other opportunities lined up i.e other women other sugar mamas or whatever his con is she's just another number she is she's she's suffocating him and you know i think it's for her own good anyway i'm not rooting for them (laughs) yeah i want her to do better so that's where i see this like i want her to do better i think she can do better and i think it's good that he's showing his true colors now before they really do get married and then she's stuck who was the other guy pedro not pedro who was the guy from dr not pedro he was dating someone and then she paid she paid for the visa and he left her there was that scene where she was all frazzled and she, she started telling him to turn his music off. Is it Ashley and Jay? No, not no. Ashley and Jay. There's another guy and like he met her daughter and he didn't want to spend time with her daughter and he just seemed over it. And she was like, what's wrong with you? This is how it's going to be if we're going to get married. And stuff. Dude, is that Molly? And yeah. Yes. It sounds like it, man. Yeah. Who yeah, was yeah, the yeah. guy? Do you remember? And yeah, yeah, yeah. He was it was just like in coming. bed. He didn't give a shit. And she's like, man, she started freaking out. And yeah. she told it, him to leave. And he it didn't was care. another island guy. Yeah. That's what I mean. I thought it was DR. Damn, dude. Yeah. It was kind of like that. And he said, ah, whatever. And he fucking left. He packed his bags and he left. And I'm like, that guy did not give a shit about her. Because mm-hmm. if he did, he'd, he'd have tried harder. He didn't. He was just like, nah, whatever. Okay, fine. I'll leave. Peace. And that was it. And I'm like, dang. And she was hella sad. Yeah. But, oh, well, Molly's yeah. doing well. <laughs> she was doing She's well doing before well. Him. And that's what yeah. I said. I said, you know what? She was doing well before him. She didn't need him. It's, yeah. it's just too bad. She was looking for love and she thought she found it. So a lot of these women, you know, women, if you're out there and you're listening, you are strong you are you before you meet this person and you will be you when this person leaves. This person does not define you, does not define your experience. You are incredible as you are and you are looking for somebody to share your incredibility with, not to make you incredible. I just want to just put that out there because people forget that. They they forget, yeah, you know, like as if this person is going to complete them and then they're going to become so much better 
nah, man, <laughs> you're incredible as you are. And you're looking for someone to share that with. Anyway, I just feel bad. I don't think he deserves her at all. Yeah. Stephanie could do better domestically. She doesn't even have to go to Belize. Yes. Right? You think it's vanity? That, sh- that it's a younger guy, that it's a foreigner. And I think, I think that's part of it. I Maybe. think it goes that way for both sides. If I was an American and I, and I was a bit vain, I would say that. I'd say, oh, you know, I'm dating a younger French person or Brazilian person or, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you can that, start every sentence with my 27-year-old fiancé. Yeah, yeah, from- yeah. <laughs> from insert exotic place right. that's not America. It's almost, it's bragging rights, right? Yeah. So I think that comes with the territory, especially, you know, if you're a cougar. Yeah. Or whatever have you, so. Uh, well, Stephanie, you know, I know she's probably not listening, but she can find a trophy boyfriend anywhere. <laughs> anywhere, yes. Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if this Belize guy doesn't work out, you can find another island guy. You can find another mm. Latin American guy. You can find a European person or Asian or whatever, you know. Who would be grateful. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who would They're be grateful. And this is a good segue because... Would be grateful just like Ziet. <laughs> yes. Right. I felt bad. This episode was so weird for Ziet. Dude, Ziet is so gracious. Coming out of an eighteen-hour flight and take one mm-hmm. surprise after another, I have to give it to him because yeah. first he got catfish. He took it really well, <laughs> <laughs> and now yeah. he's like. Why are these kids picking me up? Like, I want to get with my woman. I want to spend time with her alone. And now he has to deal with two pairs of eyes looking at him with all kinds of doubt. And I don't want to play the race card here, but there's definitely some form of antagonism or like some form of distress. Because just the way Micah, the way he talks to Rebecca and the way he question Ziad about his career choice be like what are you going to work as it's like dude first of all this guy just came off the plane it's day zero for him in the u.s mm-hmm. not even day one it's like his first six hours in the u.s and you're already questioning him about what is he going to work as mm-hmm. like he hasn't even you got to give him time he has to look for work and be respectful like he's your fiance's mom boyfriend at least don't put him on the spot <laughs> you know what I mean? this what this is what i was referring to when we were talking about Tariq and you know hazel and Tariq's daughter and i was like putting people through that interview and putting them through a test and all that stuff when you first meet them that's just so off-putting like yeah. i'd have been over it already if they're like so uh what are you gonna do when you blah blah, blah. and I'm like, hey, can we just enjoy dinner? <laughs> like, yeah. I think he did try to brush it off. And then he, he said, oh, you know, don't, don't worry about it. And then she was like, well, I'm going to worry about it because that's my mom. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's going to be one of these things, right? Yeah. So I just felt super bad for him because I think he was trying to put his best foot forward. It was super awkward. He didn't know what to say. So he was saying just very kind of generic things like, yes, it's, it's perfect. Nice perfect much much you know things like like it was just comfortable it's comfortable (laughs) comfortable yeah like and you know he's trying like you said it's an 18 hour flight 
and you're also overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm you cannot call the guy nonchalant because he's jet lagged and doesn't speak much English. Mm. That shouldn't be your first impression of him. You know, you got to give him a chance. Like, yes, your mom had a bad relationship with an mm. Arabic man before. But Ziad's not him. Just because mm-hmm. they're from the same ethnicity yeah. or the same continent. Circumstances were similar. Right? Right. <laughs> like, but it doesn't mean that history will repeat itself, right? You got to yeah. give your mom a chance. And I don't know about you, but this reminds me of Jenny of Jenny and Sumit. And, you know, how Jenny's daughter kind of feel like she has to parent Jenny because of the fact that, you know, Sumit's a foreigner, might be after her money and that kind of stuff. And I get it. Some children feel like they have to look after their parents like that. They have to like be on the lookout, be suspicious of their parent getting con. And I get it. Yeah. If- to their credit too, though, when you look at Rebecca and how she looks at Zayed. Oh my God. And how she acts around him. She is smitten kitten, man. She is. <laughs> like, truly. Oh my gosh. She's, um, she looks 12 again. <laughs> she looked like, yeah, the fact that she was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. It's like, bruh, this is not Brad Pitt coming out of like, the terminal. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just yet. So yet I'd, 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 I'd feel protective too. Like, yo, whatever effect that this person has on my mom you know i'd be like yeah dude we got to protect her at all costs (laughs) she loses control man (laughs) yeah butterflies and everything (laughs) yeah oh man it just seems like she managed to trap you know she's a trap (laughs) she trapped him man she trapped ziet and look ziet has a glow up right yeah, ziet from previous season to now like he's he's gotten better yeah. You know? oh yeah i forgot uh, what he looked like until i saw like I, I i think i saw a post or something and yeah his hair was hella long and i was yep. like dude is that really him <laughs> he was he's always like you know putting it back <laughs> yeah because it was always in his face and he was just always putting it back and it was a little heavier and he, he just looks, you know, it's, it's like you said, it's a glow up for real. So. Yeah. But yeah, she got to stop acting like a groupie too. It's like, because of that behavior, I can see how she lost Micah and Tiffany's respect. Mm. You know, like yeah. when you act like that uh, as a smitten kitten, like you said, your kids will be like, the hell is she doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, come on, man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, she, she can't control herself. We gotta check her. Right, we right. Her check. Now we gotta get eyes on both of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally. All right. Last but not least, Andrew and Amira. Man, this mofo will be taking calls next to the pool. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he has the cheek to say the view depresses me. Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And all right, Lon, before you go off on a rant here, complete the sentence for me. If I were Andrew, I would. If I were Andrew, I would be doing everything in my power to find out about her and to stop making it about myself, like about me. I don't know. It's always about him and his feelings. Whenever I watch, I'm like, dude, why are you fucking talking about yourself right now? Right. (laughs) Yeah. And it just, oh, to me, it doesn't seem like 
I don't think he cares as much as he portrays himself to be caring. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's there. I don't think it's genuine. It was a show. Ah! And he threw his phone and, you know, I called everyone. I'm like, dude, that's not even convincing. And like when her dad called, dude, her dad is calling. And he said it himself. Oh, this is the first time I'm going to see him face to face. Okay. Well, you better say some shit like, I'm doing everything in my power to locate her, to figure out what's going on. I've done X, Y, Z. I'm going to do ABC next. How, how are you feeling? What can I do? You know, do you have any suggestions? Instead, he's like, that's a, that's a lovely shirt and tie you got there. What the fuck are you talking trying about? Trying to butter him? Come yeah. on, man. I'm like, dude, this guy, I don't know. I, no words. My jaw dropped. I'm yeah. like, what? What are you what are you talking about? So a lot of what they show him doing on camera, it just seems like him putting on a show for the cameras. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem genuine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I think it's still all about him. When he does talk, when they interview him and stuff, and when they show, obviously these are fabricated shots of him leaning on the balcony going, oh, <laughs> you know, you know what I say? Okay, yeah. we're going to need you to look out into the distance. <laughs> with a pool in the fucking background. Right. You know what I mean? The, just the juxtaposition that and he's like contemplative. I'm like, even that, aside from the fact that we already know it's a stage shot, he plays it up. He plays it up for the camera. And even right. that just makes it even more rubbing salt to the wig. Yeah. So I don't I don't buy it one bit. I really do hope she's okay. And I think he revealed that they're not together and good for that. Yeah. Fucking good for that. Like yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. There won't be any storyline had he chosen the right thing to do, which is, I think we discussed this before, flown to Mexico City. If he had flown mm. to Mexico City instead of parking himself in Puerto Vallarta, that would be more efficient. But what's He's being more, selfish. He's thinking right, of himself. Yeah. Exactly. But what's <laughs> more efficient to Lon is that I'm completing the sentence too. If I were Andrew... Complete it. If you were Andrew, you would... I would ask concierge to speak Spanish <laughs> on my behalf. But no. That's so obvious. That one was over right. my head. Yeah. Exactly, like- dude. I wouldn't even like waste my time calling my family. First of all, like I said, I would have flown to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. Or even if I were to check into a resort, the first thing I do is I would talk to the receptionist or the concierge and say... Can you guys speak English? Can you help me call this line? But instead, he chose to play it out. And I was going to share with you that someone from Reddit even said, if my fiancé was held at the Mexican border, I would A, hire a Mexican lawyer and B, a translator. End of story. If you really love that person, you will go all out. Put it on your credit card. Even if you're supposedly broke or something put it on a credit card deal with it later but get your fiance out of that bind you gotta get her out of that detention center mm-hmm. now yeah aside from that i just find you know how andrew's reacting to this very problematic he's mm. self-victimizing yeah he says things like she didn't make it no bro it's not that she didn't make it it's your fault that she didn't make it. You can't tell your family member she didn't make it. They, like, yes, he did explain later on that, oh, yeah, because she got detained. But you know damn well the risk. And yet 
your excuse was that, well, but I'm optimistic that it'll work out in the end. Not good enough. Not good enough. Yeah. Because you're jeopardizing her life. You're making her travel all the way to Mexico just for her to be detained or turned back. That's a Let's huge risk. Let's not forget that fucking like ultimatum, that guilt trip that he right. gave her. I'll resent you. Like, if you don't do this, I'll resent you for the rest of my life or whatever. Like, yeah. The fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I think the internet is thinking that Amira staged this as a way to break up with him. Mm. Yeah. If it was intentional on her part, I'm all for that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad that. at it. I'm not, I'm mad at it. Allow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> approved. Hell yeah, approved. <laughs> All right. Anything else? I was disappointed that we didn't see um, Brandon and Julia. Yeah, Brandon and Julia. I was um, I, I was kind of looking forward to what we we would see from them next, but I get it. TLC's trying to stretch it out. You know, maybe we don't got a lot of footage, so we, we we're gonna save it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. they're one of the more exciting couples, I think. True. They're younger. They're relatable. So. I kind of want to see more of that. I saw part of the preview before my DVR cut off that, you know, they're going to be on the next episode. Yep, they will be. Yeah, me too. What is your WTF moment, my friend? Yeah, for me, the entire sequence. With Andrew, obviously the entire thing, but then with her dad. Dude, that's how that conversation was going to go. You're speaking to your potential father-in-law Dude, if I were her dad, I would not have faith in this guy taking care of my daughter for the rest of her life. I would not, you know what I mean? Like, if he were to ask for the hand in marriage, I'd be like, no. <laughs> Hell no, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is your first impression. You know it's your first impression. You're telling us it's your first impression, and this is how that conversation is going to go. Nah, bro. Yeah. Not happening. WTF. My WTF is when Ryan's insinuate that stephanie is beyond crazy i thought oh, that was hella he rude did the yeah thing or whatever yeah dude i mean if only yeah if only he knew if only yeah. he knew that's what you call it biting the hands that feed you man that that's you, yeah. yeah that's unacceptable and i i hope she cuts him loose i hope yeah. that they're no longer together he was super rude to her. That was out super of line. disrespectful. Yeah, out of line. Exactly. No, Gaslighting. I, anyway. I completely agree. And that's why for me, that s- segment ranked really high on my list in terms of, yeah, actually, I agree with your WTF moment. Yeah. For me, that was... <laughs> that was hella fucked up. Dude. That was hella, that was hella, hella, hella fucked up. And um, I don't think he cares about her at all. Even if you cared a little bit, that that's not like a normal fight, right? Like that was disrespect on so many levels, man. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can always show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out a lot. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Till next time. It's cornbread. Cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
If you've been uh, following the Ilaria Baldwin thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I like those clips you um you sent me. But dang. So she's the daughter of um what's his face? 30 Rock um fuck it. Alec. So Ilaria Baldwin is the wife of Alec Baldwin. Oh the wife. Yeah. She's so young looking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so does he know or I think on, on one of the clips, they insinuated that maybe he dated her because he thought she was Spanish. <laughs> yeah, that could be that's it. That's a catfish, though. That's, le- that's catfish-level deceit right there. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, you know? What's up? You know? And then you find out she's from Bastin. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Bastin, I yeah. would be like, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Dude, he's in too deep. He's like five kids deep. He'd be paying her out his whole life if he doesn't play along. Think about it. It's probably more cost-effective for him to stay with her. Do you think he knew? I think he knows. She must have slipped up or something. She she probably told him the real deal, dude, at some point. I mean, I would imagine Ella Baldwin meeting her parents, finding out her true heritage and, you know, her background. Like, oh, was Ilaria born in Mallorca? parents probably like nah she's bostonian through and through yeah because he knows the industry he probably was like yeah i get it i understand this is better for the image this is better better for the brand if she were to be an influencer what better way to be an influencer than to be an exotic influencer who has a very exotic background you know that clip that i sent you she's no longer just basic you know she's Ilaria from Yorka. Yeah. You know? I like that bit about occupying spaces. Yeah. Um, yep. I think that's a very important Sunny. conversation, especially yep. today. Yep. And not just for um, minorities, but for these marginalized groups in general. I think yep. that's it's, it's starting to become a bigger conversation. Yep. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the entertainment industry and how, like, we all know that, like, Hollywood especially is especially like, you know, predominantly white. So yeah. these spaces are very important for marginalized communities, for minorities and for LGBTQ, for all kinds of different communities that could use that money or that could use that fame. And then you're just occupying that space when you already have a space of your own that's already successful. Go be in that lane. That's fine. Yeah. Like, you know I <laughs> It didn't help that she comes from a place of privilege too. Like she wasn't mm-hmm. some middle class nobody. Like she was Hillary from Beacon Hill, which is one of the more affluent neighborhood of Boston. Mm. You know, her dad was an attorney. Her mom was a professor or something. They were elites. They were in that class. So she didn't grow up poor or middle class. She grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth. So I think people would have sympathize with her has she been kind of average but Mm -hmm. the fact that she's from privilege you know and she occupied space and made her money by faking her identity i think that's just wrong you know yeah it compounds the problematics (laughs) of the situation yeah so and i think when people start to tell how difficult it is for an immigrant because she essentially 
branded herself as one. She said, oh, I was 19 when I moved to New York to attend NYU from Mallorca. She was an immigrant, but she was the, yeah. the, the kind of immigrant that benefited from society as opposed to the rest of us who are like, we're immigrants and people make fun of our English, people make fun of our accent and stuff like that. Whereas she's like, oh, you're Ilaria from Mallorca, you're exotic. Like, of course, you forgot the word cucumber in English. Like, yeah. Of course, you speak with a funny, <laughs> exotic European accent. Yeah. But anyway, I'm still keeping up with it. Ah, just a little bit because now Yeah, I don't I'm wondering why it's not more on my feed. Like none of this is hitting my feeds at all. You're the one that actually put it on my radar, but it's not on any of my feed, none of my social feeds at all. Yeah. I'm certain which surprises me because this does seem like a pretty big deal. Yeah. Or has been at least for, you know, a lot of gossip accounts or celebrity. It doesn't yeah. have to be gossip, but just like in terms of mainstream pop culture right now like it seems to be a, a trending topic and yeah that and, uh, hasn't hit mine. that and kim ye's divorce kim ye jeffree star i didn't even know who jeffree star was i'm like really like who who is jeffree star and then i looked it up and i'm like whoa <laughs> that's news right there and then, yeah. yeah, the timing of it with the whole divorce thing just makes it even more like... Yeah, and the fact that he bought a ranch in Wyoming, I'm like, that's highly suspicious. Like, you don't just throw the dice and it lands in Wyoming. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's freaking flyover state. Like, why would yeah. you... Jeffrey, you mean? Yeah, Jeffrey. That's why yeah. I think people... It's, again, these are all speculation, right? No one has concrete evidence yet, but... Again, like people pull together all the receipts from Twitter and the fact that he has a ranch in Wyoming, Kanye has a ranch in Wyoming, like uh, what's going on there? Yeah. And South Park with their fish fish sticks. Yeah. <laughs> That's so compounding, like come on, like <laughs> of course it's gonna like put fuel in the fire, so yeah. Um, 